Hey guys, welcome back to another discussion. Today I want to talk about being stuck on the merry-go-round of life. This can feel like we're on a crazy train that we just can't get off of. And it's really an interesting thought. It seems like the same things keep happening over and over and over again. And what's really weird is even whenever you get off of uh, your crazy train or your Mario, 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 Mary go round, that things start to make sense. Or maybe more appropriately is you start to see things or you start to see those patterns more clearly. One of, one of the interesting parts for me especially doing this channel and just moving on, is seeing the same patterns of behavior from a toxic, narcissistic person. They all seem to act the same. And then the same thing from the same, uh, the same types of patterns, not the same patterns, but the same pa- types of patterns from the targets. It's, it's really crazy how it it's everyone seems to follow the same playbook follow the same path go through the same steps now there's some good things about this and and the first one being is that if something is a pattern and behavior repeats itself and people follow the same things it makes it really easy to document that and to find you know key words and key phrases that people can find so they can go that's me you know that's what I'm doing or that's what I've experienced I mean how often have you seen that when you look in other comments forums videos whatever it is to where you have that epiphany that man this person to a man or a woman is saying my story. I've had many people comment that on on the channel. And I've had that same experience when I was in the early stages of this to where I thought the same thing. It's like, how in the world can this person on the other side of the planet be talking about something that I've experienced or that I'm going through? Patterns repeat. The merry-go-round of life continues to go around. The crazy train keeps rolling. The thing is, is that we have to make the choice to do something different. And I, I was thinking about this earlier, is if patterns repeat, if, if, there's, if the same thing keeps happening, happening over and over again, why don't we try to find patterns that are filled with joy and happiness? The crazy part is, is I've seen people who have been members of the channel who have done just that. They'd, they have stepped off the crazy train. They have, they have graduated from that class and they're focusing their efforts and their attention on doing things that make themselves, make them happy. They have kids to, to also do the same thing with their children. It's really 
it's really weird, right? The really crazy part is that we can't get off the train, the ride, the merry-go-round until we're ready to. We just can't let go until we've basically ridden the ride enough and have decided, yeah, okay, you know what? I've done this. It was exciting at first. There was a thrill to it, but I just don't want to do it anymore. It's not doing it for me anymore. And that is whenever you get to the point that you can let go and you know that it's time. Isn't it amazing how hard it is to get to that point? Some of you listening to this right now are probably past that and you're going, yep, absolutely. I understand exactly what you're saying because I couldn't see couldn't I couldn't see through the fog until I was through the fog. I couldn't get off the ride until it was done. And you know what's really weird? Like when you're on a ride, you ever notice that if it's like if you hit the threshold to where you're like, you know, I don't really enjoy this anymore. You can't really just get off it right then. There are times whenever everything just lines up. You know, the ride comes to an end and you're like, yeah, you know what? I've ridden it. I'm done. I can move on. (laughs) But most of the time, it doesn't work out that way. At least for me, I can remember a few of those times where I'd be on, and I'm not really a big roller coaster type guy, that I'd be like, oh, dear God, when is this going to end? Okay, it'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. And then it's finally done. And I'm like, that was not as much fun as I thought it would be. (laughs) You know, and I've seen that with other people where they do things where they're doing it, they're doing a thing and they're having fun. And then, and then it finally just something happens and they hurt themselves or, or it's like, Oh, you know, I'm now I'm getting sick and I don't, I don't really, I don't really think that's good. But, you know, the thing with this is I I look at these experiences and even the experiences that I'm going through now as as just another manifestation of early childhood development. I mean, think about that. That is one of those things that is really documented. And and I'm going to, I don't know a lot about it, so I can't really talk in detail, but they have documented the the stages of development of 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 infants and toddlers and adolescents and all those things and and even to the point where they can gauge where a, a where a person is in that development and they can say oh this person's right on you know right on track they're ahead they're behind i remember watching a video on this a few oh, maybe it was last year where they were talking about how how a a certain age, I can't remember what age it was, that whatever was in front of them was the reality to the point that you could give them a a box of crayons and say, you know, little Johnny, what do you think's in the box? Oh, crayons. Oh, okay. And then they open the box and it's not crayons. It's, you know, rubber bands or something. And then they'd say, well, what did you think was in the box? Well, I, you know, then once they see the rubber bands, it's like, oh, it was, it was always rubber bands. I knew, you know, I, I always knew it was that. And then like the next year, I mean, it's documented. It's like at that age group, that's the way they'll respond. And a year later, you go through the same type scenario and a child will say, well, I thought it was crayons. 
but it's not crayons, it's this. Well, what did you think it was before? Well, I thought it was crayons. Why, why wouldn't I think it was crayons? It's a crayon box. And, and my point is of this is that there are stages of this. There are patterns that happen. Why wouldn't there continuing, continue to be patterns as we get older, as we go through these things? And I think the key is just getting to the point that we realize, okay, we've, we've gone through this enough. We don't have to do it anymore. We don't have to stay on the crazy train. We don't have to stay on this merry-go-round that is going nowhere and move to the next thing. Another example I could use, using a theme park analogy, is when you're a little kid, you want to ride the little kid rides because you can't ride the other ones anyways. But there comes a point of time where those are exciting and they fit your, your needs, your, you know, your interest and, and, and your developmental state. And then you mature out of that, you grow out of it, and it's time for something different. And I do think that that's what happens to us in these situations. The difference is, as for you know, being an adult, you get caught up in life. You get de- de- uh, distracted by every everyday events. You you get so caught up in paying bills, going to work, you know, doing the chores, uh, mowing the yard, doing you know, doing all the things that are occupying your time that you don't have time to really think about it. You get to the point where you're going through the motions. Then couple that with a toxic, narcissistic, abusive person who doesn't even give you, even if you do get some downtime, doesn't give you the opportunity to experience the downtime because they start throwing you know, flaming rocks at you to where then you're dodging that. You're walking on eggshells. You're dealing with mood swings. You're, you're trying to placate them. Uh, you're making excuses for other people. You're doing all those things that you don't get an opportunity to even have a chance to really breathe, let alone look at your situation objectively and think, do I really want to keep riding this ride? I think that's common. I think that's a very common pattern too. You know, I think it would be phenomenal if people could look at that and go, holy crap, this is a mistake, or this isn't working out, and be able to take a step back and, and make a decision. And, and some, or make a, take charge, I guess, of your life. I mean, some people get the opportunity to do that. Some people are a little more aware, so when things start going wrong, it's not feeling, filling in the same patterns that you're used to. See, and I think that's a problem with most people, is you come from a family of origin that has issues, so you were raised in a toxic environment. You were raised that this type of behavior was acceptable, was normal. So whenever you grow up and you're re-experiencing the same thing, it's so easy to feel comfortable in it. The really crazy part about this is if you happen to find, if you came from a bad family, when I say bad family, I'm just saying family plagued with emotional abuse. Let's just say it that way. From emotional abuse up, so it can ramp up from there. That if you even ran into somebody or started having a relationship with somebody who was really normal, really emotionally healthy, 
more than likely you'll sabotage that because you're not ready for it. Your expectation, your subconscious expectation is that's not the way life is. It has to be chaos. It has to be this this consternation. It has to be this crazy train to make you feel comfortable. But I think every one of us who ends up at, at a channel like this, somebody who's listening to a video, you know, 10 minutes in on this, you realize that something isn't quite right. You want to get off that crazy merry-go-round. You want to do something different. You may not be ready for it today. You may still be struggling. I mean, it took me 20 plus uh, years, 20 years, two decades, to have the courage and the strength to even consider the idea that I deserved more, that I deserved deserved something different, or at least deserved the opportunity for a chance at happiness, at joy, at real love, at at peace, just to find some peace. That was one of the most scariest things I've ever had to do in my life, was to basically step off that ledge knowing that I couldn't keep doing the same thing that I was already doing and expecting a different result. I had already spent two decades in a marriage and nearly two decades growing up dealing dealing with that that chaos. This is it, it's it's one of those things where it's hard to how am I trying to say this? I look back on it and I think, what could I have said to me back then, even 10 years ago, for me to really see? And I would say probably about 12 years ago, I started to see a glimpse of living life without chaos. And it was really good. I was still in denial. I still didn't understand what was going on, and I still was effectively lost. But I started to to appreciate life and started to feel better. And that growth ultimately resulted in my toxic spouse losing control, no longer able to mess with me, well, they were still able to mess with me emotionally, but, but uh, wasn't able to control my emotions anymore. She wasn't able to decide, mm, you're too happy, so I need to do something to adjust that because you're just too happy. And that uh, resulted in everything falling apart. And you grow, you know, you realize there's more to life. The, the, everything that we're going through is incredibly difficult. I still believe that, that, that going through this type of situation with a toxic ex and then having to deal with the aftermath of that for, the, for those of us that have children and the games that are played is one of the most catastrophic 
dark things that a person can go through. And it's really tough. It can really break you. And, you know, some people don't make it off. Don't make it off the crazy train. It's, uh, it's a sad, uh, a sad, sad reality. But we all have the opportunity to do that. You have the opportunity to take that deep breath. To look at your situation objectively. To realize that what's happening today doesn't mean that it's going to have to happen for the rest of your life. And that if you take the, the, the active steps, you put in the work, you take your life back, you start to make good decisions that things can really change. And you can get off this crazy train and get on to something different, something better, something that helps you achieve peace, find joy, find love, find love even within yourself and your surroundings. I don't even mean that you'll find someone to complete you. You will find the, the path to be okay with yourself. And the amazing part about that is, is when you get to that, you then start attracting better things to your life, better people, better situations. It's not easy. This is not easy. It does, and it doesn't happen overnight. During a live stream from the other day, one of the people said, and this comes up often, this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon, you know, and it's really true. It's, it's not just how you can get there the fastest. It's how do you get there to achieve the, the result that you're looking for, to finish the marathon. So I just wanted to hit that because it, it's amazing how I see these, these patterns in behavior over and over again. I mean, it's, it gets to the point where it's, it's, when you really look into this, you can predict what, you can predict what a toxic ex is going to do, the games they're going to play for the most part, there's a handful of deviations, and the path that, that the target is going to go through. It is, it is just so damn common. But if you learn what it is, then you can see the patterns in yourself then you could learn the lesson easier, right? I mean, it's like you don't have to, to, to take the test and then learn the lesson. You can actually go, oh, okay, so what's coming next? How does this go? Oh, this makes sense. And I, and I completely get that it's not that easy. I, I completely understand that there's so much emotion attached to it. And that's where most of us are at in that, in that part of the lesson. It's learning to detach and it's learning to realize that you can only control yourself. You can't change another person. You can't make someone believe what you believe, to think what you think, to see things the way you see them. They have to come up with it on their own. And then when you realize that, and when you stop beating your head against the wall trying to get people to see what is real, it's not that it's not real, but you, you realize that it's a waste of your energy. You're almost better off, well, not almost, you are better off proving it with your own actions, 
proving it with your words, matching your actions, and you moving past it. Anyways, I, I'm curious what you think about this. I mean, you know, what is your take on this? Do you see these patterns? Do you see the these same things with you? You know, when you when you see stories from other people and you look at, at patterns in your own life, do you see the same things repeating? More than likely, I would venture to guess that your answer is going to be yes. So on that, think about that. Think about how, you know, take that moment, you know, as you're listening to this, this, this audio and reflect on your life, reflect on your patterns and realize that you do have the, the opportunity to change those patterns to something good. Change the patterns instead of to chaos, to peace, to tranquility, to love. And it transforms your life.